0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Nihongo Master Podcast. I'm your host, Azra, and as we speak, the beautiful pale pink flowers we all know and love are taking over the landscape of Japan. Goodbye, winter. Hello, spring. I'm a sucker for cherry blossoms, known as Sakura, so of course, i dedicate a whole episode just for it. Since a lot of us aren't able to visit the land of the rising sun this spring due to the pandemic, I'm bringing Japanese spring to you. They're no ordinary flora. They have quite the background in terms of significance and symbolism in Japanese culture. From being the symbol of life to a celebration that brings people together, cherry blossoms are here to stay and to continue dominating the spring season. Sakura is a thing of the past, present and future of Japan. Let's delve into everything you need to know about this pretty pale perfection. Have your pen and notebooks ready to take down all the new vocab of this season. Let's first talk about what exactly is Sakura. The word is the Japanese name for a specific type of flower that grows on cherry blossom trees. Some might argue that it's not any type of cherry blossom. It's only the specific Japanese cherry that is native to Japan as well as Korea and China. In the eyes of the Japanese, these cherry blossoms are the most beautiful Japanese flowers. Unlike the cherry trees, cherry blossom trees don't produce fruit but instead bloom beautiful flowers only once a year. And while cherry blossoms are not exclusive to Japan, you get them all around the world, it's extremely prominent in Japan. I'd walk down a random street and you would always see a sakura tree whenever this time of the year rolls around. Sure, the national flower of Japan is the chrysanthemum, but who would argue if some say that sakura is the informal national flower? And there isn't only one kind of cherry blossom. There are over 200 varieties, all of which share similar traits, which may be why many would just skim them over and conclude that they're all the same. We'll name the top three common ones. The most common Japanese cherry tree is the Somei Yoshino. This cultivated type of sakura is a single flowering variety and has five petals for each flower, blooming in clustered bunches on a cherry tree. You can recognize this type of sakura by its pink tint that's so pale it appears nearly white. The yama-zakura is another common one, but unlike the Some yoshino it's a wild sakura variety. Also known as the hill cherry because of its location being among Japan's mountains, this type of cherry blossom is also a faded tint of pink with five petals for each flower. Keep an eye out for the Shidare Zakura, which is known in English as the Japanese Weeping Cherry Tree. I mean, you can already assume what it's going to look like. The trees have their branches drooping downwards like sweeping. Shidare Zakura cherry blossom trees usually bloom earlier compared to the rest. And if you're a big sakura enthusiast, head down to Fukushima to visit Miharu Takizakura, a Shidare Zakura tree which has been growing for over a thousand years. The blossoming of these delicate and radiant flowers doesn't just symbolize the beginning of spring. It has a rich history and identity in Japanese culture. Initially, sakuras were used to predict the year's harvest. Farmers kept an eye out for blooming of sakuras to indicate the ideal time to plant their crops. Throughout time, it has become the representation of the wabi-sabi philosophy, a Japanese aesthetic that centers itself on the acceptance of imperfection and temporariness while acknowledging the beauty in them, as well as Shinto ideals of impermanence and renewal. The actual blooming of these flowers symbolizes human mortality to many Japanese people. Just like the flower, mortality is beautiful and brilliant during its strongest bloom, but withers when the time comes. There is a Buddhist notion of mono no aware that loosely translates to bringing awareness to the impermanence of things, which leads to the heightening awareness of their beauty. The sakura is beautiful yet fragile, just like life, reminding us of how short and precious life is. So you see, it's not just a landscape for the Japanese. These pink blooms are deeply rooted in their culture. Here's a quick vocab recap. Sakura. Japanese cherry blossoms. Wabi-sabi. A Japanese aesthetic belief of perfection and imperfection. Mono no aware. A Buddhist notion that brings attention to impermanence of things. Right, so you're hooked. You want to know where you can see these sakuras the next time you're in Japan during spring. The thing is, anywhere you go in Japan, you're most definitely going to see them. It's not the country's unofficial flower for nothing. The Kanto region, of course, has a few spots that are highlighted as the best ones for cherry blossoms. Never leave Shinjuku Gyoen out of your sakura hunting list. It's Tokyo's largest national garden with at least a thousand cherry trees. If a little adventure is what you seek, going up to Mount Fuji area might bring some cherry blossom good luck. In fact, you're guaranteed to see some with an amazing view of the mountain in the background. Don't worry if you're in the Kansai region instead. They're also full of spectacular spots. The Osaka Castle provides a wonderful landscape of the historical building with the pale pink sakuras framing the picture. The ancient capital city Kyoto is one of the most culturally enriched cities in all of Japan. And the view of cherry blossoms at Takase River is breathtaking. You might want to stay till the evening to witness the magic of lit up illuminated cherry trees known as yozakura. Right, so when is considered early, late and bang on time? We want to see these cherry blossoms at... Mankai full bloom, which only lasts for about a week or so. Sakura season can be quite random. One year, these flowers can bloom pretty late in spring, and the next six extremely early. But hey, don't worry, they don't all bloom at once. The magical bloomings of these pink flowers are spread across a few months, from March to early May, throughout the diverse landscape of the country's main islands. The Hawaii of Japan, Okinawa, is the first part of Japan to see the blooms of Sakura in January though. Then comes Tokyo, the capital city, that will be grazed by the sakura blooms. The cherry blossom trees in northern Japan, Hokkaido, are the last ones to bloom. They're expected to be in full bloom in May. It's such an anticipated event that tons of news agencies track the blooming progression of the cherry trees. And this process is called Sakura sen, the cherry blossom front. Now for a quick vocab recap. Yozakura, illuminated cherry blossoms. Mankai. Full Bloom, Sakura Zensen, Cherry Blossom Front. By the way, if you haven't checked out our official website yet, why not give it a browse? At Nihongo Master, we offer efficient Japanese lessons that are quick, easy and fun for Japanese language learners of all levels, from beginners to advanced. Our smart tools will assist you in areas where you need a little bit of a push and congratulate you on the ones you've raised. With a community of over 50,000 Japanese students, you're not alone on your learning journey. Make new friends and improve together with our point system, collecting points as you go along. Ask away any questions you have on our group discussion pages. There's sure to be others as well as our Japanese instructors that are quick to answer. You can also take Nihongo Master with you on the go and learn Japanese as you trot the globe. Practical, right? So you've checked the Kai Yosou, the cherry blossom forecast, And you've booked your flights to Japan to catch the sakura at the perfect time. That's good for you. What are you going to do? Take pictures only? Sure, tons of locals and tourists alike make the best of the opportunity to go on a photo shoot spree. All out with traditional kimono and mega-heavy lens for the DSLRs. But the major activity you cannot miss out on is hanami. The activity of having a picnic under the cherry blossom trees. It's the most peaceful and relaxing event in the entire world. For me, personally. My favorite spot in all of Japan is a small river just by my house, with walking paths next to the stream and cherry blossom trees lining the whole stretch. This blossom viewing activity initially started way back in the Nara period, around 710 to 794. It only became a huge festivity when Emperor Saga and the Imperial Court started throwing picnics and parties especially for flower viewing in the Heian period, around 794 to 1185. The Japanese people picked up this activity rather eagerly. And as the years go by, it became a local tradition. Regardless of social status and hierarchy, from samurai to commoners, all of the people of Japan would go and celebrate the blooms of these pale pink flowers. We talked more about Hanami in Season 1, Episode 2, the four culturally significant Japanese festivals, and how a couple of cans can turn a Hanami into a nomikai, drinking party. Festivals that pop up especially during this time of the year gathers quite a crowd at every spot. Some of these stalls serve exclusive products for the cherry blossom season, including sakura-themed food like sakura dango, drinks, takeaway items and souvenirs for you to mark your experience by. And when the sakura season comes to an end, and it's time to welcome summer, the sakuras bid us a magical farewell with a hanafubuki, a flower storm, when the cherry blossom petals get blown around by the wind and fall onto the floor. Who says storms are horrible? Sakura fubuki feels like being in a fairy tale. Here's a quick vocab recap. Kaikayoso Blooming forecast Hanami Cherry blossom viewing Dango Japanese rice cakes Hanafubuki Flower snowstorm Sometimes known as sakura fubuki. Have I stacked you up even more for Japanese Spring? Your next sakura adventure awaits you. Regardless in the near or far future, you're prepped with the what, where and when. Head over to Nihongo Master blog if you're interested in reading up on them some more. On the blog as well, we have recap posts of our podcast episodes. Not only is there a brief summary of what we discussed in each episode, but also the full vocab list for you to refer back to. And if you're keen on picking up some more Japanese for yourself, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and the official website to learn more. Thank you so much for listening in. join me in the next one, where I'll be walking you down another avenue of Japan's rich culture. Matane!